Hi, this is Paul Shepherd, and welcome to the Mindset Changing Podcast. Today, we're talking about something I have never spoken about before on my podcasts, and that is gaslighting. I think we better dive right in. So this is a subject which I've never spoken about before on my podcasts, and I'm not sure why really. I think maybe I just put my past into the distant past to be forgotten about. Due to some new training I'm going through, memories began to surface involving people and situations which influenced how I saw and experienced my world. Amazing, really, because it gave me a chance to think about things in a whole new way. When I was writing this podcast earlier today, I got a little emotional about what I went through when I was younger and what I did about it. If you recognize any other signs mentioned in this podcast, then please, please, please do seek professional help with someone who specializes in this area. Okay, here we go. So a long time ago, it will be a long time ago, because I was in my 20s, I entered into a relationship And this person was incredibly smooth, very charming. And for someone who was struggling back then with anxiety and self-esteem issues, I was shocked that this person was even showing me some attention. When they walked in the bar, all eyes were on them. And I was astounded that they had chosen me. Now, They romanced the hell out of me. I was swept off my feet, dizzy with oxytocin. I felt important, wanted, and my ego was flying high. It was being stroked by someone like that, wanting to be with someone like me. Ouch. Can you hear how I thought about myself back then? Which feels very alien to where I am now. Anyway, it all started well. We had some really fun times. Until I noticed I was starting to feel really insecure and more than normal. Now, of course, I began to put that down to anxiety. I was battling with it still at a time, and I really didn't want to acknowledge that the problem was this person. What I didn't know was that this person was a narcissist and they were gaslighting me. Now, I didn't know what gaslighting was back then. I'd never even heard of it, which meant I didn't even know it was happening. Now, for anyone who isn't sure what it is or hasn't even heard of it, Gaslighting is a form of manipulation where the gaslighter questions your reality, your judgments, your versions of events to the point where you begin to doubt yourself continually and you'll even question your sanity. It can make you feel really anxious, lower your self-esteem and walk you down the path to depression. Now, just to point out, In relationships, there's always going to be a questioning of your version of events in disagreements, and that is normal. But gaslighters will make you feel like you are constantly wrong, and it's done when there is often a mismatch in the power dynamic. 
which was clearly in this case. Now, I really didn't want to lose them. I mean, this person was making me feel good, so I thought. And this made me believe their version of events was more likely to be right than mine. It was really odd. Dates we arranged, places and times where we were meant to meet were things somehow I was getting wrong. They just wouldn't turn up. And I would be left waiting for hours, wondering where they were. And then when we spoke, apparently I had got the details wrong, or the wrong day, the wrong time. I was mortified, hugely apologetic when that happened. And I began to blame it on my anxiety, thinking it was messing with my memory, messing with my mind. And I just couldn't be sure if I was right or not. If we went out, in clubs, they began to vanish for ages, only to appear and question my perception of how long they were gone and who they were with. And if I saw them and asked who they were talking to, they would ask me what I was on about. What was my problem? They also began to threaten to finish a relationship if I carried on being crazy like this, which sent me into a panic. And I remember starting to look for a therapist again, wondering if that would sort out why I was being so unreliable and paranoid. Despite this, they then asked me to move into a flat into a very posh area of Bristol called Clifton, and they wanted me to give notice on the property. And uh, despite me arranging to go and see it with them, obviously didn't quite get there because I was getting the dates and times wrong, or they actually weren't available. So... I was going to be moving to a property that I'd never seen. Now one night, I was out with friends and I was approached in a bar by a total stranger. They knew who I was and they told me that I was in danger of being seriously screwed over by who I was dating. I asked what they meant and they told me they'd also dated them and had become seriously messed up. They told me how they'd been gaslighted, and how this person had dated other people behind their back, and it came to a head when they were booked to go into a holiday together, and they arrived at the airport and waited for hours for someone who never turned up. They ghosted them completely, and didn't respond to any calls or messages about where they were. The holiday itself didn't exist. And apparently they had done this type of thing to a few people. So I mentioned the flat and they asked me straight away, have you actually been to this flat yet? Have you seen it? And I said, I hadn't. And they said, if the flat's in Clifton, it's not even theirs. It's a friend of theirs that they flats it for now and then. And that is where you would have been taken if you had managed to get to see the flat. I mean, to say I was floored was an understatement. I mean, I wasn't sure what to think, but alarm bells were now seriously ringing. I didn't contact them. I stayed pretty silent. And a few days later... Whilst I was at work, I had a phone call. 
and I could hear the sound of keys being jangled over the phone, followed by their voice excitedly telling me, we have the keys, we're moving in. I'm not moving in, I said. And I remember feeling very, very sick at that point and very tense. What? They replied. And I laid it out on the line. I said, I don't think this flat is real. And they started to launch into this, oh, you're going crazy again, dialogue. But you know what? I just remember, and I'm quite proud of myself. I just felt very strong in that moment. I don't know, something kicked in. And I said, I'm just not moving in with you. I'm not moving into a flat I've never seen. I think something's really wrong. And they just put the phone down on me. And that was the last time I heard from them in a relationship sense. Sadly, though, it went much darker after that because I'd really pissed them off. So what they did was being so charming, very good looking. They charmed and connected with my friends, or a group of them, and they began to spread untrue negative rumours which created division and problems with the people I was connected with. They were really, really clever. But that is another story, because what they did to my friends, especially one of them, was really quite brutal. Go forward a few years, and in my 40s, someone asked me about this person and said, have you heard what's happened? I remember my blood running cold at the name because I hadn't thought about them for quite a long time. And it's quite tragic. Sadly, they went one con too far and their past caught up with them. Apparently, they conned someone out of thousands of pounds for cancer treatment that didn't exist and their own mental health issues led them to them taking their own life instead of seeking help. So being gaslighted is painful. But this isn't totally what this podcast is about. Because what happened afterwards was that I began to actually gaslight myself. And I didn't even know that was a thing either. Now, there may have been some tendency to do that anyway with my anxiety. But this was a whole new ball game. And what I did was I repeatedly kept invalidating my own thoughts and emotions to make myself feel bad. I did this continually, but I wasn't even aware I was doing it. I was drawn into more unhealthy relationships and friendships where I would question how I was behaving with them. In other words, It was always my fault as to why things would go wrong with these people. Here are some of the things I did to gaslight myself and just see if you can recognise them. If something went wrong in my life, I would say to myself, maybe it wasn't as bad as I was making it out to be. It's just me exaggerating again. If someone was being negative or mean, I would say to myself, they obviously didn't mean what I thought they meant. 
This is all in my head. I'm just being paranoid. What have you actually got to be upset about? Other people have it much worse than you. So grow up. Get over yourself. Pull yourself together, Paul. You're just being dramatic. God, if I was more confident, then people wouldn't treat me this badly. They wouldn't treat me that way, surely. I must be getting it wrong. Can you hear how I'm blaming myself and questioning and dismissing my version of events? But you know what? I just didn't realise I was doing it. So here are some other signs that you may be self-gaslighting. So the obvious ones are you dismiss and invalidate your own thoughts and feelings to feel bad about yourself. You keep finding ways to blame yourself. You have a very strong inner critic. Your inner critic uses unfair comparisons. For example, that other people don't suffer as badly as you do, so you must be doing something wrong. You continually doubt your own self-worth. You tell yourself you shouldn't be feeling how you do. And you struggle to sort out the truth of what you really experienced, usually resulting in you invalidating your experience. If that has touched a nerve, then you may be self-gaslighting. And I would always, always recommend that you get help. Because life is too short to do that to yourself. So someone asked me a really good question about this the other day. And they said, what is the difference between CBT and gaslighting? Because surely in therapy and CBT, isn't therapy actually gaslighting? Because you're being made to question your reality and your own version of events. And I was like, ooh, that is a really good question. But here's the difference. CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy, in case you didn't know what it meant, or any type of therapy, isn't a manipulation technique to make you feel bad. That's what gaslighting is all about. Therapists can help you understand where thoughts come from and how, by questioning them and exploring them, we gain more autonomy in choosing which ones are useful for us and which ones are not. Thoughts can create feelings, which can create behaviours. And it goes round in a cycle. Therapy is about empowering you. Gaslighting is the absolute opposite. So if you recognise that you might be being gaslighted, or that you're gaslighting yourself, awareness of the problem is going to be the very first important step. For some people, their gaslighting has a history embedded in bullying, humiliation, authority figures, how their parents treated them during their childhood. And this can be very helpful in becoming aware of the origins and influences into what is happening now. And this can be incredibly useful for a treatment plan. And of course, learn to accept Embrace and explore your feelings, most importantly of all. I would say this to everyone. Always work towards a path of self-acceptance. End a war with yourself. Because that's where a lot of transformational change happens. So there you go. 
I've not told that story for, God, I don't know how long. Brings up a lot of thoughts and feelings about where I was then and where I am now. And I'm very grateful for where I am now. If you've been affected by anything I've been talking about, please do seek professional help. You can always reach out to me and I'll point you in the direction of the right resources. And always let me know what you think of my podcasts. So your emails and messages, which lately have been pretty awesome, by the way. I want to say thank you so much. I'm humbled by the feedback that's been coming in. And also, I get a little email now and then letting me know what charts this podcast has reached, where it is, etc. And I don't do any promotion. I mention it on TikTok or Instagram, etc. But that's about it. Um, but you can see where I am in various charts and which countries. And I'm often astonished as to how well this podcast is doing in places that I've never been to. And I want to say to all of you, no matter what country you're in, thank you. Welcome. I hope you get a lot from the podcasts. If you're new and you have anxiety, please do go and have a look at the Anxiety and Stress Healing series, which has done phenomenally well. Did I say that right? Phenomenally well? (laughs) Something tells me I didn't. Oh, well, can't all be perfect, can we? Um, yeah, so a lot of you are getting a lot from that series and the feedback really does point at that. So if you're listening to this and thinking, this has been a great episode, or hopefully you did, um, go and check out the Anxiety and Stress Healing series and work with that lovely nervous system of yours. As always, please share, please subscribe, please leave me an honest review. I'll be more than welcome. And I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode course have the most amazing day.